Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're talking about greater works. Jesus said we're going to do greater works than he did. And uh, so this we're going to delve into that. This is something that personally I, I struggled with, with for a long time trying to figure out how could I do anything greater than Jesus. Well, we're going to find out what the Word of God says here and um, perhaps... This will inspire you uh, to to do more for God today. So we're turning to first, to one verse in John chapter fourteen. Uh, I just love the I love all the gospels, but I'm in particular I'm particular uh, I particularly love um, the Gospel of John. It it just uh, so let's hear what uh, John says in. Chapter 14, verse 12. Verily, verily. Okay. He's doubling down here. It verily means truly, and he's saying truly, truly. So when he doubles down on something, you, you know there's, a, there's an emphasis on this particular statement that he's going to make. I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Wow, he's saying the the works that he did, some of the works we're gonna do, and in some way we're gonna be able to do more than he did. Now uh, we know that. He healed the lepers. Um, I wrote a book called Certified Messiah, and it has all of the miracles that he did. It has the the prophecies. Uh, it's, you can find it on Amazon. It's called Certified Messiah, but it shows how he, he fulfilled all of the prophecies uh, that were said about him in healing uh, the, the blind and the deaf, raising the dead, uh, uh, cleansing the leper, all of those things, feeding the 5,000. Um, so I wondered, you know, how, what one of those things could I do? <laughs> so let's turn to Matthew chapter 11, verse 20, and we're going we're gonna to really uh, dig do a deep dive into the Word of God. I hope you like deep dives. Go ahead. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not. What? They repented not. They repent. In the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, these folks didn't repent. Wow. 
Let's let's hear what cities he's talking about. Woe unto thee, Chorazin. Woe unto you. Woe, that that's not a you don't want that word to be attached to you. <laughs> we don't we don't want him to speak of us in that with that word. That's a word of of separation. It's 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 a type of curse. Woe uh, in Hebrew, it's oive. <laughs> I had a one time I. I used to like to say that, saying "oy ve," and I had a guy that was working for me, and he he picked up on that. And so, anytime anything bad happened, it was "oy ve," <laughs> and and that's what Jesus is saying here: "oy ve." This uh, this is bad for Horizon. Go ahead. Woe unto thee, Bethesda. Woe unto you, Bethesda. We have hospitals named after that name because there were so many miracles of healing were done in Bethesda, okay? For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Okay, Tyre and Sidon were, you know, worldly places, uh, not given over to God, uh, hardly. Uh, but if they would have seen all the miracles that he did that, uh, in Bethesda, they would have they would have repented. Uh, I see. I know that perhaps you've people who are uh, listening today, if you've seen a real notable miracle, then you you really uh, think about God and, and 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 it causes you to come closer to God because you've you've seen. A mighty thing happened. It was just uh, a few weeks ago at our Bible study, some young people came, and they, they were driving. The weather was bad. We told them, you know, if they, uh, I mean, they risked their life to come to this <laughs> simple Bible study. Uh, and somehow they went around a curve, and their car jumped over this guardrail and went down and hung on a bridge. And it was a possibility if they if it wouldn't have caught on the bridge, that they would have gone down and perished in the valley. And there's a creek running through there. They could have dried. Uh, they could have drowned. Uh, any number of things could have happened. But they were connected in a miraculous way to this bridge, and they were able to escape out of the passenger side and come to the Bible study. Hmm. I had to go pick them up and. And there was just police cars and uh, fire trucks and civil defense and everything there. And I said, where's the car? And he said, it's, it's hanging over there. And I said, oh, my God. I said, please, no more notable miracles like this. But it, it caused us all to really reflect. Uh, but this is what Jesus is saying here. Go ahead. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyree and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. Okay. Okay. You folks saw all these miracles and, and didn't it didn't even phase you. Go ahead. And thou Caperna, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shalt be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained 
until this day. Okay. Now, we know Sodom was bad. You know, Sodom was bad, Sodom and Gomorrah. I won't go into all of that, but um, but if they had seen these works, they would have made a change in their life. They would have gone into Teshuva, um, but, uh, but they didn't. But they, uh, these, uh, uh, he's talking about Capernaum. He said, you're exalted unto heaven because so many wonderful things happened there. So much preaching and so much teaching and so much uh, miracles and so forth. Uh, go ahead. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Okay, so uh, many of these people uh, that had heard his voice and had seen the miracles were were Jewish people that that had been trained in the Torah. They had they had studied the Bible. They had, um, and and yet they uh, and they saw the miracles, and yet many of them couldn't couldn't come to faith. Uh, even there's a there's a section about uh, doubting Thomas. Perhaps you've heard about doubting Thomas. Well. He, he had been with them, and he had seen these miracles. And uh, uh, it came time where he, Jesus had to give his life. He, he was crucified, and um, he overcame death, hell, and the grave. And, uh, and, and he came out, only one ever to come out, to come back from life. And... Uh, of course, that resurrection is promised to us because of the work that he did. He's the first fruits, and we follow after. The Bible says, if this spirit be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, he's going to raise your mortal body. There's going to be a resurrection when we go to be with him for eternity. So, folks, I'm talking about a serious thing here in Teshuvah, uh, but, but these folks should have known. They should have, uh, but with the doubting Thomas... He, he said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to believe this. Uh, I'm not going to believe in, the, in, in any of this until I see the nail prints in his hands and I can touch the, the side where he was pierced with the sword. And so they were sitting at dinner and Jesus happened to walk through the wall one day and said, Thomas, how, how's it going, man? <laughs> uh, Thomas he says, here, Thomas, take, take a look at my hand. See the nail print in my hand, Thomas? See my side? Touch my side. And Thomas says, oh, my Lord, my God. So some of us, it takes not just the miracles, but it takes a mighty miracle to move us to, to repent. And um, I, I'm just praying that as we go along through these podcasts, that there's going to be a group of people that, that want to seek God, that, that want to have an eternal life with God and, 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 and want to be in the resurrection with him. 
praise God. But he's, he's telling these people from these cities, and they called it the, the Evangelical Triangle. It was on the top, the northern part of the Sea of Galilee, sometimes called Kinesaret, Chorizon, Bethesda, Capernaum, all three up there. And that's where he did most of his major miracles up, up there. That's where the, where the Jordan River comes down into the, the, the lake of, uh, Sea of Galilee. It's called a sea or a great lake. And so it's a holy area. And um, so, but with all of the things that they saw, it didn't cause them to come into Teshuva. Okay, continue on. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and will and I will give you rest. Okay, see here now, uh, Jesus is, he's, he's talked about these places where he evangelized and had no virtual success. But what, wasn't his fault. <laughs> it was the fault of the people that that turned away. Uh, and um, but uh, he's saying you can make it right. You can come. You can come to me. He says, "Come unto me, all ye that are labor and are heavy laden." Uh, he's talking about sinners, it's people like you and me, that. Uh, uh, perhaps you weren't raised in church. Maybe, maybe you were raised in church, uh, uh, and you went off. And um, but if if you're alive, you you're still able to turn it around. And and he says, bring if bring all of your your heavy burdens. And he says, I will give you rest. That's the Hebrew word shalom. Which, by the way, is a manifold blessing. It means health, happiness, wholeness, contentment, prosperity, integrity. Every when people in Israel say shalom, my friend, they're they're saying a blessing. It's a word of blessing. So he says, "I, I want to give you that blessing." Go ahead. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest upon your soul. Okay. So he's saying his yoke, in the old times, it would take, um, uh, if they were going to train a young oxen, they would take, and they would yoke him with an old oxen. And so the old ox would would take the young one and they, they would march around, they would train him on the hills and in different areas uh, where they had, uh, where they and and the um, the young oxen would would learn how to make the moves and how how to stop, how to go, and he would be trained. and And Jesus is is saying that I've got a I've got a 
I've got a yoke. Now, the yoke is the thing, the wooden thing that fit over the ox, and they had to make it specially to fit the shoulders and the body contours of that particular ox. So he says, I can make you, I can make you a perfect yoke that'll fit on you, and I'll be connected with you. And uh, he says, take my yoke. His yoke is a spiritual yoke that fits over us, and we can work with him. He will help us through all of our needs. Go ahead. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Okay. If you're if you're loaded with sin, my friend, you you've got a heavy load. Uh, the 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 leader of the dark side, Satan, Lucifer. Uh, whatever name you want to apply to him, he, he lays a heavy burden. Sin, uh, I can tell you, with whether it's alcohol, drugs, pornography, gambling, uh, many other vices and sins, uh, there they they take over. Uh, they say if you let Satan in the car, he's going to end up driving that car. And, and that's the way it works with sin. But Jesus said, you can come to me, and you come through repentance, and, and then you give him, you lay, you lay your burden. He says, cast your burden upon me. Uh, he'll carry the burden. He'll help you with the burden. He'll, he'll give you light. He'll give you joy. He, he'll give you a renewal, and, and uh, he will restore you back to him. And you can become a holy vessel used of God. And where, where is the difference that we can do? If you that are listening to me come into teshuva and, and repentance, and, and you're able to talk 10 of your buddies, friends, family into doing the same thing, you will have done more than what Jesus did with all the miracles he did on these three cities, we can we can we have the opportunity to to bring ourselves into teshuva, and we're we're one person, we're two person, two people, and and you are another one, and your family and others. We hope to garner a, a whole group of people that will. Uh, give their life over in, in repentance and teshuva to God. And in so doing, we will do, we will be leading more people into repentance than he did in those three cities. And that's my take on, on the things that we, we can't heal people. We can't feed the 5,000, but we can, we can bring ourselves to repentance and we can encourage others and we can do that part, which, uh, he said would be greater than what he did. God bless you and thank you for listening to Worship and the Word.